from everything he's done, and again, we don't, we only know what we see in the videos and what he chooses to show us, but from what I've heard about him, from people who know him and what, uh, what I've seen in his videos, it seems like his heart is in the right place and he knows that he's been uh, financially blessed and he is trying to then share that and inspire kids. Welcome back to another episode of Is This For Kids? I am Jonathan Bearder Blevins. I am Katie, Mrs. Ruby. And we're going to continue our three-part series on YouTube. Yes. If you haven't watched our first episode, it's on YouTube in general. Is YouTube for kids. We have a lot of good content there uh, for you to sift through as parents. And now we're going to talk about the most famous. Most popular. YouTuber of all time. Just, whoa. Mr. Beast. Yeah. And please know. None of this comes out of jealousy at all. No, I'm just kidding. Why would it? Because he's on the same platform as us. I was just kidding. Oh. It's just a joke. No, he's doing great. He has just really like he's done. So for those who don't know, um, Mr. Beast, James and or Jimmy Donaldson uh, is the most famous YouTuber of all time. The richest YouTuber of all time. Uh, he was offered like a billion plus dollars for all his social media stuff. And he was like, not enough. Mm. Uh, which So he's doing very well. And he is doing well for a lot of reasons. One of the reasons that he talks about often is that he says he's figured out the algorithm. Uh, he's famous uh, for recently saying, I could start all over again tomorrow on a brand new channel and get it to millions of subscribers because he understands how the algorithm works on YouTube. Okay. So he's he's that. He's he's that technical, savvy, smart person who understands how to, to make that algorithm work. Um, and he also is just very very clever and creative so yeah. he was making videos for a long time before he actually took off uh, when he started to take off he would do really big grand gestures where he would give lots of money to waiters or waitresses or buy a car for someone just awesome really big grand things that kind of blew up his channel mm -hmm. and then he would take all that money invest it back into the next video and do something even crazier yeah as he's grown up and and is now an adult uh he does i mean unbelievable projects they just built a hundred wells in a hundred there's a hundred wells in africa um which for context i used to work uh i did 15 years of, of working in a church and one of the churches i worked at was a really really big church had three churches actually connected to it we spent an entire year raising money to build like 10 wells in africa and it was a like that's a lot of money yeah and so building a hundred that's like clean water is a huge issue there and, yeah and this is what yeah uh, the thing about Mr. Beast that is to me the most impressive is the amount of philanthropy he has done. Like a lot of his videos help someone else. They they're fun to watch. They're super super fun. But people believe in him. They look at the things that he's doing and they're like, "I would like to invest my money in you. I'd like to donate my money to you. I'd like to give to your to your corporation so that you can turn around and do amazing things like the well thing. It's huge and amazing, yeah. incredible. And then he just does crazy challenges. I think one of the very first crazy challenges he did was himself. He like counted to his however high he possibly could. Yeah, I think he just stayed on. And he just kept going. Forever. Um, he's He has challenges where he, he gets different either people and or other content creators to stand in a circle. And the last one to leave the circle gets, you know, yeah. money. Yeah. Um, he just spent a, a lot of time underground, just living underground, being buried alive. Um, and so he's, it, it, they, they call this, they call that kind of clickbait where you do something that you know is going to get a lot of clicks because it's so crazy. He did a version of the Squid Games yep. and went all out for that. So we're talking about, you know, he's got millions and millions and millions of dollars invested into most of his videos, gets money back from it, and then invests it back into his videos again. He's got a whole team of people behind him. 
Uh, he's recently said he was going to buy a bunch of houses in the same block so that his whole team could like live, live near together. each other so they could just nice. like continue making content. Yeah. Um, he also has talked about how it's a lot of pressure what he's doing yeah. um, and that it's not all uh, glamorous. And yeah, that's that's kind of a good summary of who Mr. Beast is if you're not super familiar with him. Yeah. The question is, Mrs. Ruby, mm. is Mr. Beast the YouTube channel for kids? Uh, I would say Mr. Beast is appropriate for kids. There's generally not swearing. Uh, they, they try to mind their language. They're generally pretty good about, um, they're kind people. They're not being mean to each other, even if they do pull pranks on each other. They're not mean mean-hearted pranks. They're very kind. They're very supportive. And if you look at them as a community, they support each other out in the world. It's it's beautiful what he's kind of built there. Uh, I do think some of it, like if your kid is impressionable and they're likely to try to pull a stunt that they see online, you might want to pull back from that. But I think that Mr. Beast is appropriate for kids seven and up. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think Mr. Beast is actually a good um, channel for parents to watch with their kids just because yeah. it can be for both. Like kids are like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and parents are like, wait, what? How, how is that possible? Yeah. Uh, which is kind of fun. Um, for the, you know, he, he's getting a lot of flack right now for for filming and what some people are, what some people are saying is taking advantage of those who are less fortunate in order to get more money. Mm. Um, right. Like, a what's the word? I'm, I'm not thinking of the right word here, the using people mm. in order and, and what they, what issues they have and taking advantage of them in order to get more views and more money. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, I, from everything he's done. And again, we don't, we only know what we see in the videos and what he chooses to show us, but from what I've heard about him, from people who know him, and what uh, what I've seen in his videos, it seems like his heart is in the right place, and he knows that he's been uh, financially blessed, and he is trying to then share that and inspire kids. Like the, yeah, you know, I was born and raised Catholic my entire life, and so I'm like, never let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Right? Don't show off every single good thing that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Maybe he isn't. Maybe he's doing so much behind the scenes that we're never going to find out about. But at the same time, if you're not teaching, and right now when everyone's growing up on the internet and watching videos. If we don't have someone out there showing people that you can do good things in the world, how are kids going to learn unless their parents are showing them? And we know that not every parent is able to do that. Right. It's not an option for everybody. And I I hate that that argument when people say, well, you're benefiting from from doing something. First of all, if he ran a if he ran a charity, if he ran a nonprofit, and he does, by the way, that some of the the things that he does is part of his charitable arm. But like if he was just a guy that you never saw in an office but continued to do the same good work, we would say that is good work, even if he took a salary, right? Yeah. Because we don't think that he needs to starve and not eat because he does work for other people. In the same vein, he does good things for, for other people. He should be able to make some money from it. And it's what you're saying, being able to give an example to kids and having something like that's why I like to watch it with my kids is I love watching the people get excited when he tells them, hey, you're a pizza delivery guy. You own this house now. This yeah. is your, you like, the, that was my favorite one that I ever watched. She like had a pizza delivery guy help him move. Like he had to move in furniture and stuff. And the guy, they, you know, he paid him slightly more than he would have made at his job. And then at the end he got to keep the house. And that's incredible to me. Not only, not only is it incredible to me that he gave away a house and that it was this beautiful, fun thing to watch, but that the pizza delivery guy was willing to help him move. Yeah. Like all of those things are beautiful and we should celebrate them. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm with you. I, I think the one caveat for me is, is and I'm weary of this with my kids, so we haven't watched Mr. Beast yet. They haven't asked either. Like, it's not like, it's not like I would say no to my kids if they asked. But yeah. um, is like, I am, 
and I, I mentioned this in the episode where we talked about is YouTube in general for kids. Mm-hmm. I do worry that that a lot of people who will watch Mr. Beast are going to be like, I want to be the next Mr. Beast and then just go all in on trying to like be a content creator. And I think it's one of those things where that's fine. If that's what you want to do, it's a very great way to make a living now. Um, but I think that chasing clout, for those who don't know, clout is like a, what how would you call it? Popularity. Um, is that how you would define clout? Yeah. Like you have clout if you have you know a certain number of followers. And um, the way that the world's working right now, at least in content creation, is that there's no such thing as uh, as bad press. You can That's you can true. get clout from being you know doing something horrible at your school. You can get clout for doing something great. However, you get it, and people become addicted to it. And you just see a lot of YouTubers that get really really big who are lost, uh, who are having a really hard time. And so I just think it's important for parents. If you're watching people like Mr. Beast uh, with your kids to just temper your kids like want for wanting to just like record and film and upload every single thing that they're doing in their life. Because yeah. I just think that when your brain's not fully developed and you're seeking your self-worth from other people watching you or approving you, mm-hmm. that it can be a dangerous slope. Yeah, absolutely. We had uh, one. Yeah. No, I'm going to leave it right there. I agree with you. I think that that's fantastic. You're, Thank you. You're making good points. But I'm excited to why I've not watched a Mr. Beast video with my kids yet. So I'm excited uh, over the next year to watch some. I've got some favorite ones. Uh, I'm with you. I'm going to say I'm going to say seven, eight and up is, yep. a, is a good age to watch yeah. Mr. Beast. There you go. Well, hey, they go, where can they find us online if they want to ask questions, if they want to suggest us? To yeah, we're all out. over everything. Is this for kids dot com will take you to our landing page, which will show you our our YouTube our Apple, our Spotify, everywhere that you can watch and or listen, our Instagram. We're very active on Instagram as well. And our Patreon. Uh, our Patreon can be found over at patreon.com slash at is this for kids. Yeah. Right? We have a Discord over there. Give us all your suggestions. You can send us really fun, goofy gifts that will end up on the set, uh, like this incredible Psyduck that just chills here. This is how I feel sometimes when talking to Mrs. Ruby. Oh, sorry. What does that mean? Yeah. All right. Well, but there's a lot of content out there in the world. And we got to navigate it as parents. I'm Jonathan Beard of Lovins. I'm Katie, Mrs. Ruby. And let us help you decide. Is this for kids? Is this for kids?